This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee. Fresh, roasted coffee from the gold country of California. On this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, we tackle a tricky topic among rigid homeschoolers. One of our listeners called in to ask us a question about short-term homeschooling. And believe me, it didn't take any time for me to get fired up in the studio. You can almost hear glass breaking as I smash a few homeschool sacred cows with this statement. And and I'm going to go on record, and we might lose a lot of listeners. Homeschooling is not your only option. Mm -hmm. It is an option. Mm -hmm. I hope we don't lose any listeners over that comment. But just in case you're packing up to leave... Hang on, because Kendra shared a few thoughts you might want to put in your bag. Ask yourself how big your God is, because God transcends educational options. Going into this podcast episode, I'm not sure we were even prepared for how real and how raw this episode was about to become for us. This is Kendra's transparency episode. I had years, years of anger and resentment, and I was so overworked and drowning in all of this because I did not have any freedom to do it any other way. That anger that that made its way out into slamming cupboards and screaming at kids and cussing under my breath, who is that good for? So are you ready to feel a bit uncomfortable? Are you ready for us to go into a hard topic and have a hard conversation that jumps into the world of idol worship and hope shifting among homeschoolers? Stick with us. This is episode 93, Homeschooling for the Short Term. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 93 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Homeschooling for the short term. What does that mean? Well, you know what it means. Man, we're going to... Are we quitting? Are we quitting this week? <laughs> we're done. No. <laughs> we're done. Homeschooling for the short term is over. <laughs> no, I just said that because we actually got a request for this. Yeah, so this is... We're answering a, a listener's uh, question. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in just a bit, but... This is our um, fluff portion, Team Fluff, and um, we are going to be talking about a lot of things going on in our house starting mm. today. The what escapee. happened? Yeah, oh. so. Well, if we just say the escapee, do you okay. think most of our listeners know who we're talking about? Probably. Yeah. That the would mighty be one. The brain damaged mighty one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, share yeah. the story. Okay, <laughs> so I go to pick him up from school. Mm-hmm. Little driveline, you know. By the way, I've been raising kids for 23 years, and this is only the second year I've done these school drop-off and pick-up, which is just kind of weird. You know, there's like a whole 
There's like a thing, right? Oh, you know, it's like it's a culture. Like a, oh, There's a drop-off a, culture. Oh, totally. And you have names for people. Oh, oh slow yeah, pe- driving Escalade mom. woman. Yeah, my friend right. Ricky and I, we have these names. Like, there's Pencil Mom because her kid was stabbing other kids with a pencil. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> I went to pick up Joe. Very nice line. No, I have no no words for anybody this year. It's been very nice. Oh, it's been a <laughs> Yeah, it's pleasant. been a pleasant pickup. And uh, he's not there. But I often have to wait for him because his para brings him out, his uh, aide brings him out to the fence, but no para. No para and no Joe. And no Joe. So I park and I go in. I have to be let in by the janitor with keys. Wow. And no Joe. No Joe, no para. Nobody knows where he is. Janitor lets you in. No one knows where Joe is. Nobody knows. Nope. Special needs teacher doesn't know where he is. If if people get the special needs boy, they will return him. I guarantee you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're not going to keep them. Yeah. It's like that famous story, you know, the ransom of Red Chief. Yeah, right. You know that story? Okay, listeners, if you don't know that story, look up the ransom of Red Chief. It's a short story, American short story. Thomas Hardy, maybe? I can't know. remember who wrote it. Read it to your kids. You guys will die laughing. It's super yep. funny. Anyhow, Joe's nowhere to be found, and um, my heart's starting to pound, and we are calling him over the loudspeaker, and I'm telling you what. I, I'm too old for this, Fletch. I know, you I texted I me in the like middle a, of it. You said, the text I get is, Joe is missing. Joe is missing. Which could mean anything, really. <laughs> so I had I to ask you, like, what do you mean by this? I'm missing, he's missing. And I, oh, I was like, myo, what do you call it, a myocardial infarction? Wow, impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Am I, for short. Yes, am I? All right, so yeah, you found him, attack. everything got back to normal, he uh-huh. came home, yeah. We had a meeting over at my parents' yeah. house. We took him with mm-hmm. us, and he flooded mm-hmm. my parents' bathroom. Awesome. With their shower. Yeah, that great. was great. It's just been a so great special day. been a mighty day. day. Thank you so much <laughs> for all the fun, God. Oh, I'm sanctified <laughs> even more. And then tomorrow we have a birthday for a nine-year-old. So, yeah, uh, um, wh- do you, How do you know? Wow. I, it only comes up every time I see him. <laughs> That, For the last, what, month? Yeah, two plus months, the yeah. gift he wants, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The drone. Also, he requested oysters and crab for lunch, so I'm really not wow. <laughs> where this Crazy child time. came from. Mm-hmm. Wow, so this fluff time has gone everywhere. Um, speaking of fluff, this is what we call, you know you know what we want to talk about with fluff time? Yes. We have a, we have we have several new patrons. Yes, At patreon.com slash homeschooling IRL. But one of them signed up to become a hashtag team fluff patron. Yes. It's Lori Catcherside. We told her we'd give her a shout yes. out. Go Lori. Actually, not just Lori. Anybody that wants to be a team fluff patron, because yeah. we have different we have different levels. You can be a patron. You can be a super patron. You can be a golden patron. Whoa. Or you can be the whoa, biggest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Team fluff patron. Yes. And so we have some. I have a coffee cup I'm drinking out of right now with yeah. Caroline's coffee. Are you sending that to her? Are you going to give her sending, a brand new one? No, she's not this one. She's getting a coffee cup <laughs> and some other swag. But we've decided to add something else. For our Team Fluff patrons, yes. they get to see behind-the-scene video footage yes. of the Team Fluff segment of, of our show. So right now, so right we're now. waving. Hopefully, Laura, Lori, you can see us. I'm, you may not be able to. I don't know. We have it. It's the first time we've ever done this. So if you're a Team Fluff patron over at Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, there's a special section of the of that website where you can get video. Wow, Kendra is eating ice cream. I'm drinking out of the the new, the cool mugs. I mean, these are, you, you should if you haven't like seen product these, placement. Yeah. Don't be a homeschool whack job. Listen to Fletch and Kendra. And yes. there's two cool little cartoon characters of us. Which, by the way, when we go to Indiana in April for the IAHE convention, IAHE. Should we bring some <laughs> Sorry, with us? IAHE convention. Yeah. You can get one, right? Yes? Yeah, I, we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. I don't want to drag cool stuff, stuff to Indiana. Yeah, but we're going to have a So cool enough stuff. fluff. Okay. Hey, hashtag Team Fluff. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> I've 
Should we go turn off the video now so she doesn't have to watch the whole show? Yeah. I think so. All right, so I will go turn off this video, and this is the end of our Team Fluff portion. Let's uh, listen to a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll get right back to the show. Hey, Kenj. Yes. Um, hey. Yes, hey. You know, a lot of people uh, love this podcast, and they listen to it from all over the world, and it is a free podcast. Free. Super free. As in no cost it nothing. It takes us a lot of effort and work. <laughs> and, you know, occasionally we would pop on here and ask them to do one simple thing for us. Listen, people. Send us pie. If you have, <laughs> if you have not done this yet, stop listening. Go to iTunes. Better yet, if you're listening on your iPhone, click the link that's right on the screen. Go, go right to iTunes <laughs> and do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast. Second, leave us a review. Now, I don't know if you know how iTunes works. It's part of Apple, and Apple is this big company that's fighting the government right now. <laughs> and here's what you can do. You can, by doing those two things, you would increase our ranking as a podcast. So when people come and they're like, hey, I want to listen to a podcast on homeschooling, rather than get um, the legalistic homeschooling podcast, they're going to get Fletch and Kenj on homeschooling IRL. And they're going to learn how not to be a homeschool whack job. And that's the one thing you can do that's free and easy, and I want you to go do it right now. So stop what you're doing. Go to iTunes. Leave a review for Homeschooling IRL. Do you think they, they could do that for us, Kench? I think so. And if you're going to do anything other than that, send us an apple pie. See what I did there? Yeah. It's time to move on. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I have no way we're back, and we are talking about homeschooling for the short term. Now, as we alluded to in the beginning, this came in from a listener uh, by the name of Lisa, and she is from Australia. Do you want to try an accent tonight? Oh, good day, mate. Oh, my gosh. That's a ridiculously good accent. <laughs> really? You sound like an Australian. I don't think in Australia they'll think that I sound like an Australian. See? I, that's bad. No, we, that's it was, bad. it's fantastic. It's better than mine. Time your kangaroo down, mate. <laughs> Horrible. Sport, isn't I, it? Sport, see, mate. Sport. <laughs> who cares? I didn't. You know what I didn't do? I didn't do throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Do you I didn't have do a didgeridoo? Foster's Australian phobia. What'd you say? A didgeridoo. I don't have a didgeridoo. Do you no. know what that is? I do. Okay, but just actually, checking. You know what? I just said I do, and it was a total lie. But it got you like you're like, oh yeah, of course you do. I'm such a good liar. It's a musical Ridic instrument. Is it? The is didgeridoo. it the? Is it the bead shaker thing? <laughs> oh yeah, didgeridoo. Hey, that's pretty good too. I can <laughs> sound like a didgeridoo. Wow. So Lisa wrote in, and yes. she said um, she's she's been uh, living in Australia for four years. They've been wanting to move, and God hasn't you know seen fit to let them move yet. And they went back to schooling after the break at Christmas time, and she just wasn't thrilled about starting. And she said, you know, could you do a podcast? Um, you know what? She sent an, a voicemail in. So let's listen to the voicemail. You ready? Yep. Hi, Fletch and Kendra. It's Lisa calling from Western Australia. Oh my gosh. I love listening to your podcast as they are encouraging, informative, humorous, down to earth and honest. I would love you to do a podcast on homeschooling for a short season of life. My husband and I are not planning on homeschooling all the way through. We're open to different education pathways. For now, it's homeschooling, but we see in the not too distant future, it might be best for our children and to be honest, mum as well, if they went to school outside the home. We do our best with God's help to be intentional with our parenting. We would love to know what Fletch and Kendra have to say on this topic. 
Looking forward to listening to your podcast. As some say in my country, see you later, mate. Oh, that was awesome. Did you hear that? See, she used mate. She has a good Australian accent. <laughs> she should. Um, so here's something awesome. We have listeners in Western Australia. And then this week I got an email from a listener from um, Southern Australia. What is it with us? Have we, have we made it onto the Australian continent? Well, I'd That's love awesome. to make it onto the Australian <laughs> continent. So um, here, there's your question. What do you think? What, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is that there are going to be people who can't believe we're even broaching this topic. Because Fletch, as you know, because as you know, we were one of these people, (laughs) but as you know, there are those who believe that homeschooling is absolutely a biblical mandate. End of story. Yeah. It reminds me of that friend of ours about 10 years ago, Eric, who homeschooling was the only option as a Christian. And then you remember James Dobson. You were raised in a Dobson house. I remember when he came. Yeah. During that whole flap. saying this. Yep. um, When when kind of the homosexual agenda had hit California, Mm -hmm. he had said, if you're a Christian in California, your only option is to homeschool. And, you know, I listened to those statements, both from Eric and him, and it just, I, you know what I hear? I hear fear and I hear pride. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but, f- but Fletch, I think fear and pride inform so much of what we do in our lives. You know, homeschooling or not. But in terms of specifically, in terms of homeschooling, absolutely. And pride looks like what? What does pride look like? Pride looks like I know what's best for my kids. Um I can do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the best way. This is the only way. Um, this is the God mandated way, you know. And don't send me your verses. I know them. I was oh, one of you. I was going to say, we've got them uh, Proverbs. I haven't memorized. Yep, yep. I, I know that. But but to look at scripture and say to to boil that all down and say homeschooling, mom yeah. homeschooling in the home, yeah. no charter school, just you privately oh, yeah. homeschooling apart from the government. Don't have the government mm-hmm. be any part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't boil down scripture to that conclusion. Well, also, Fletch, I know so many people who would say, if you're not doing it that way, you're not actually homeschooling. Right. If it's not you and a pencil and a book sitting next to your child, you are not (laughs) homeschooling. If you're through the charter school, you're not homeschooling. If you're using anything online, you're not homeschooling. Yeah. And then, so that's the the pride side. The fear side is not the fear that my, I think we were talking earlier um, and the truth is, you know, we tried to record this once already, and it didn't didn't record. But um, we had talked initially about fear being like a Columbine type fear, like I'm pulling my kids out of school because right. yeah, they're going to get happened. hurt. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fear that the kids in school are going to taint my kids. Yeah, because you know what that says about my kids? <laughs> my kids are untainted, straight yeah. out oh, of the womb. They're perfect. Yeah. And again, um, kind of there, kind of there. Um, so you have these two: fear and pride. Um, that is not at all what, what Lisa asked in this in her her uh, voicemail. Um, she's asking about homeschooling in the short term. Um, so yeah. we're just talking about um, those are two reasons that people tell you it's the only option, right? And Lisa, we're here to tell you, and and I'm going to go on record, and we might lose a lot of listeners. Homeschooling is not your only option; mm-hmm. it is an option, mm-hmm. and we live with the good, the better, and the best. Yeah, and. We also live by another rule, which is every kid, every year. Okay, and Fletch, let's talk about the fact that we have the luxury of making these kind of pronouncements because we live in the Western first world, right? I mean, folks, 
there are there are lovers of the gospel. There are people who will die for their faith in Jesus Christ and in God who cannot homeschool their children. It is illegal where they live. It is not an option. It is not a possibility. What about those folks? Are they so are you just talking about ungodly being... governments, Kendra? Yeah. Well, like, I'm just talking about... Is that what you're talking about? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step on your toes sure. here. Sure, go. Governments that say you can't homeschool your mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Guess what? There are missions organizations who say you cannot homeschool your kids. There certainly are. So you know your kids right. have to go to the missionary school. Right. And you know we've seen people saying, well, we're not going to become missionaries then because we can't Ooh. homeschool our kids. Really? Really? Step back, folks, wow. and ask yourself what it is God is asking you to do. And ask yourself how big your God is because God transcends educational options. Yeah, so you you people who are like flaming mad right now with me, guess what? If homeschooling is your best and you that's what you want to pursue and you want to stand up to the government, stand up to your community, stand up to your missions board, by all means, do that. Please, yeah. Because you are obviously that passionate about that. But remember, it's for you to be that passionate. So as soon as we tell Lisa in Western Australia, hey, mate, you need to homeschool your kids regardless of how tough it is, mm-hmm. we've crossed some lines there. And yeah. you know, there are some things I do cross lines on. I cross line on the gospel regularly. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is the gospel. Mm-hmm. The gospel is that you know, Jesus Christ came to earth. He uh, suffered, he died, he was buried, he rose again, and he mm-hmm. will return to restore mm-hmm. and redeem the world. That's the gospel. Die I'm on not, that hill. I'm, that's the hill I'll die yeah. on. I'm not going to die on the one that says, oh yeah, you need to homeschool at home and have mom there. Because we've seen moms we've seen moms go into a loony bin. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally go into psychiatric care, not because the homeschooling, but because the community around her mm-hmm. had applied so much stinking pressure. And that is flat out wrong. Right. So Let me tell you about a, a church I know of locally. That required 16 points of of agreement to become a member of that church. Wow. Now, this is not a wacked, you know, this is not like a, some weird denomination you've never heard of. This is a mainstream, won't say the denomination, but a mainstream denomination. 16 points you need to agree upon. I'm not even going to tell you what they were, but if I told you, you'd be like, what? Okay. So if there is a requirement somewhere in your community for that kind of a thing, for for homeschooling, say, that's one of the requirements for membership in a church, or that's somehow you, is tied into your quote-unquote requirement for following Jesus, you have now added something to what Timothy calls the mystery of godliness. The end of 1 Timothy chapter 3, which says that beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is this. You ready? He appeared in the flesh, he was vindicated by the Spirit, he was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. That's the gospel. That's it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And we add anything to that, we have now put our agenda onto something that Christ never intended for us. His godliness becomes our godliness when we abide in him, not when we homeschool, not when we wear pants or dresses or not when or whatever. we whatever. bake bread, not when we work a certain job, do a certain thing, have a certain hairdo, <laughs> you know. Um, so let's let's make sure we're camping on what needs to be camped on. And maybe homeschooling is the best option across the board. Maybe. Maybe it is. I think in a lot of situations, homeschooling is really 
the best option. Yeah. So Lisa is asking the short term. Hey, there yeah. may be times when you're going to be called to op- to homeschool in the short term. Yeah. And again, we have we have friends that uh, decided to take a trip. We're hoping to get them on the show. They decided to take a trip to uh, Alaska. Yeah. And uh, we just love this story. But you know what? They're already homeschoolers, so this isn't exactly the same. But if you're going to do a trip like this, if you're going to road school, you're going to need to homeschool in the short time. Sure. But you are very well free to come back and put your kids back in public school, charter school, you know, whatever that's going to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to argue with listeners on this. Yeah, there are some screwed up public school systems. Great. I get it. Maybe those wouldn't be the ones that we would choose to put our kids in. Um, But there are others that are just fine. There are others that yeah. are just fine. Yeah. So Lisa, yeah, there are times when you're going to homeschool in the short term. I think the key is having a plan and knowing, you know, what do you want to accomplish in right. that short term? Right. Yeah, definitely. Where are you going? What is it you're trying to accomplish? Absolutely. And then the other thing, Fletch, I think that we would always want to encourage anyone and in any subject, not just homeschooling, what is the Holy Spirit informing you? In yeah. your family. Yeah, because again, do. you could be going for the short term and you're going to graduate that kid. That is our story. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's Hayden. Yep. So um, let's take a break at this point um, and then let's come back. We have another uh, few listeners that wrote in on this exact same topic with kind of a slightly different angle. And let's see if we can tackle those as well. Hey, Hurlers, this is John Wilkerson, host of The Wired Homeschool, another podcast you can find at thewiredhomeschool.com. Since 2010, I've been providing tech tools, and tips for homeschooling the internet generation. If you're looking for the right tablet for your tweens, an online resource for drilling math facts, or need to know if Yik Yak is safe for your teens, stop on by and have a listen. Each week, I cover STEM-related topics, discuss social media trends, or interview great guests that will equip your homeschool in the ever-changing digital landscape. Visit thewiredhomeschool.com and stick me in your ears, and together we can get your homeschool wired. All right, and we are back. Um, we are continuing this conversation here on the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast about homeschooling for the short term. We're going to take a little diversion because aside from hearing from Lisa in Western Australia, we heard from two other listeners. The first is from Nadine, and she sent in a really, really nice long email. And uh, Nadine, thank you so much. But here's what she said at one point. She says, I love that you guys have a gospel-centered focus. I'm off to find another podcast and another episode to listen to. One quick question before I do, though. I have heard you and or Kendra and other homeschooling speakers and bloggers encourage people to examine why they homeschool, indicating that they might be doing it for the, quote, wrong reasons. Honestly, I have had a hard time trying to figure that one out. What do you mean by the wrong reasons? Well, Nadine, we have a couple answers for you. Um, homeschooling for the wrong reasons. I, I can think of a few. How about you, Kench? Absolutely. I think uh, a lot of us feel pressure from our friends or family or church community to yeah, homeschool. Yeah, that's totally wrong reason yeah. to be homeschooling. Like, hey, you, this is what's going to be good for you. This is what's good for your family. Kind of like we said in that first half, you know, from friends that say they, they try and motivate you out of pride or fear. Right. And so... I would say if you're going to homeschool this year, make that decision based on you, your kids, and primarily the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because if you're trying to um, get in front of the Holy Spirit, that's that's never going to work out for you. <laughs> no. Uh, what else? Well, we talked a little bit about the world tainting our kids, Yeah. right? Um, 
this is a really dumb reason to homeschool. I mean, I'm sorry. I know we did this in our home. Like we thought for sure that, you know, keeping them out of those situations would just really protect them from those things. But Fletch, our kids were exposed to everything anyway. In fact, I, I may have said this before in a previous episode, but our kids learned the F word because it was scratched yeah. <laughs> into a picnic table at church. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry, but you can just go out through any grocery checkout aisle and you're going to see pornography disguised as fashion yeah. magazines. Oh, goodness. Um, That's and right. It, you, you just can't avoid it. You so and and um, our kids aren't pure to begin with. Yeah, I mean, let's start right there. Right, and that's none the, of us is. Yeah, I'm not worried about other kids tainting mine. I'm worried about my kids tainting theirs. So let's <laughs> let's build better kids. Yeah, you know, let's teach them to fight. Yeah, and here we go. Isaiah forty one ten. Do not fear, for I am with you. I think we forget this. You know, we yeah. think I've got to fight this fight alone. No, no, no. God says I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. My goodness, what else do we need? So, any other reasons why you would be homeschooling for the wrong reason? This is a really good question, Nadine. Oh, Fletch, I think there's probably a lot of other reasons we just haven't even thought about, you know. Um, But that's your job. Your job is to think through it and say, why are we doing this? What is motivating us to make this decision? And you know what? Our motives are never pure. I mean, let's be honest. We're we're sinners. And so can you, before God, say, yeah, this is really what God's calling me to do? Because I think some of us make this choice not really even knowing why we're doing it, but just because we feel the leading of the Holy Spirit. And can we roll back to Lisa, Kendra, who says, you know, I might be doing this in the short term. What about the mom and dad who just don't think of their year ahead? You know, you're getting ready to go in. You're like, oh, we're going to homeschool because this is the best thing for us. Mm -hmm. But dad's getting ready to change a job right. or go into the military. Right. And mom is, you know, nine months pregnant or for one month pregnant, <laughs> one month, you know, yeah, and like I have up, eight yeah. months coming. Yeah. Um, and you know, we have a teen that's just off the rails yeah. who's arguing with us every step of the way. And, and we're caring for aging parents. You know, and we're, and we're selling a house. Yeah. You know, so, wait, are we just, are we talking about us? Wait a minute. <laughs> um, but you know, if you look ahead and you go, oh yeah, this is the best thing for us. Maybe not for this year, honey. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And maybe dads need to step up and say, this is not the right season. We're homeschooling for the wrong reasons, and you are going to be burned out in a loony bin by Christmas. Mm -hmm. This is a bad choice. Guys, girls, moms, dads, can I encourage you that it might be the most beautiful year that you didn't anticipate if you have to do something different with your kids? I never, ever ever thought I would have a child in public school. And Mighty Joe in his special needs situation at school has been beautiful, beautiful all the way around. And I've got to rope in the end of this and say, every kid, every year. Right. Because next year, it might not be the best. Next year, Joe might come home and we may decide to do something different with the kids above him. Right. So... There, there's this, there, these are the reasons. Nadine, fantastic question. Now, it's funny. We've been talking, this has been on the whiteboard, on the great homeschooling in real life whiteboard <laughs> for several weeks that we were going to be talking about homeschooling in the short term, maybe when to pull out. You know, Nadine asked this question, when shouldn't you homeschool? So this has been the topic of discussion. And just yesterday, we get a Facebook message from Jennifer. We did. And Jennifer said, can you please do a show on when you should stop homeschooling? So she says, I know other homeschool moms encourage each other when we have one of those days. 
or weeks or months or years. And then most times the day or the week gets better. But my question is, when is it really time to call it quits? What if public school really is the best option? And then she goes on to say, just gives a little background. She says, you know, this is a personal question. Our family has a lot going on. We bought a home and are moving in 11 days. We're changing churches and life in general will be different. And we have a 10-month-old baby who doesn't sleep. I'm trying to realize we are just all needing grace for this season. So I'm not making any changes until August, which I think that right there is super wise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like the the fun thing to do here would be to answer like a dyed in the wool, prideful, fearful homeschooler <laughs> and say, Jennifer, tough it out. And you will ruin your kids if you do anything no, else. No, Jennifer, it's worth it. Homeschooling is worth it. At the end, you'll see the benefit of just, um, you know, making yourself frazzled and um, it'll be worth it. I think when you hear it like that, sometimes you go, you know what? There are times when it's just not the right option. Look, you guys, again, let's, this is Kendra's, this is Kendra's transparency episode. I had years, years of anger and resentment. And I was so overworked and drowning in all of this because I did not have any freedom to do it any other way. Our community informed us and we bought into all of those beliefs that we were going to ruin our kids and we couldn't partner with the government for sure and we couldn't put them in school and we weren't truly homeschooling if it wasn't me and a piece of paper and a pencil. And um, that anger that met, that made its way out into slamming cupboards and screaming at kids and cussing under my breath, who is that good for? Right. And dads, I'm I'm the one who was hanging out with the guys who said, oh, man, you've got it all together. So the pride aspect of us is, mm. you've got it all together. Your wife can really handle a lot. She has eight kids that she can homeschool, and people would look at you. And you know what? That's pride. That's Absolutely. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when you, th- when you are applying that to your wife, you know I know, I know there are leaders in the homeschooling community right now. There are men that are teaching other men that are saying, this is the only option. And I'm sorry, I've seen the loony been. Mm-hmm. I've seen women need psychiatric care. I've seen husbands and wives whose intimacy is obliterated, whose families are fractured because they're not doing what's healthy for their family. They're not listening to the Holy Spirit. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. They, they're saying they are, but their family is literally falling to pieces over this hill they've chosen to die on. Let's take it back to scripture and say, if we're called to love God and love others, how well are we doing either of those things? If we've created bondage around ourselves in this idol of homeschooling. Wow. This has been a huge episode. I think, I feel like we have stepped on a lot of toes. <laughs> I just feel like this is, well, it took 93 episodes for us to just come out of the cage and just start stomping around on people's toes. Look, it's about Jesus. Yeah. How many times do we need to say this? I can't when even get out of the office. shift our hope to other things, and when we say it has to look like this and it has to be this way, in ways that Jesus never informed us, then folks, we've created idols and they will take us down. Wow. I, I'm saying I can't get out of the office. There are shattered cats everywhere. There are <laughs> sacred cows broken all over the ground. Um, so, uh, Lisa, thank you for writing and calling in. And Nadine, thank you for your great question. And uh, Jennifer, thank you for your great question. Kendra, let's wrap this show up. 
please do let us know what you're thinking about homeschooling in real life. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl, on Twitter at homeschoolirl. You can email Fletch. Don't email me. Email No, kidding. <laughs> I read all the emails. Email me the good stuff. Yeah. Send me the pie and just tell Fletch, you know. How wrong he is. Info at homeschoolingirl.com. Now, don't forget, podcasts are not free. So head on over to iTunes, leave us a review, and subscribe. You have to do this. I've asked you once. I'm telling you now. Go do it. Don't put that off. And the best part, we do want to partner with you as patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash homeschoolingirl. We have several levels. You can become a patron for a dollar a month. You could become a patron. And we, we will high five right here and say thank you for becoming a patron. You can become a super patron for $5 a month, and you can get some homeschool swag sent your way. You can be a golden patron. You'll get a pound of Caroline's coffee. And tonight, I've been drinking Colombian Supremo coffee. And then if you're a Team Fluff, you get multiple pounds of coffee. You get some homeschool swag, and you get to watch the -the behind-the-scenes video of us doing the Fluff segment. Um, Those are ways you can support this very free podcast. Kendra, next week, we are taking off. I already know the theme song. We're going to be leaving on a jet plane. Awesome. So we have uh, one of our very favorite bloggers, Jen Ranieri, joining us to talk about traveling with kids. Jen is at wordtraveling.com, and she has a heart to get our kids out there for the sake of the gospel. All right. Thanks for being the best podcast listeners on the planet. We will talk to you next week. Lisa, you have been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Everything on this show was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. You can find out more about this show at homeschoolingirl.com or by searching for them on iTunes.